Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Keith Smith, NBA insider for Yahoo Sports. You can find him on Twitter at KeithSmithNBA. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Keith, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks so much for coming on. So as teams start to uh, you know convene down there in Orlando and start to get their workouts in, uh, let's let's talk about this this round robin in the sense of um, is there a, spe- a specific team that you feel or two that may have an advantage over the rest of the field, and why? I, I think teams that yeah, I look for the teams that might benefit from this being a neutral site or a team that from the time off benefits. And one of the teams that comes to mind for me is the Houston Rockets. They were playing such a small lineup. Uh, tallest guy in the group was about six foot seven. Everybody was playing up a position or two. And that's really challenging for a team. And then on top of that, you also had the Rockets were playing about a seven or eight man rotation most nights. So playing small and playing guys heavy minutes, it was really starting to take a toll. You could see that on some guys in prior years. A lot of their guys had worn down by the time we hit the playoffs. So I think the Rockets are a team that, you know, really should come out of this thing looking pretty good pretty healthy and ready to go when they get restarted. Uh, give me your thoughts as the Bucks come out of this, because I know that uh, Giannis had a little bit of a knee injury uh, when we went into the COVID. Coming out of this, he should be uh, just about 100% healthy. Budenholzer seems to feel that he's had some experience in dealing with a stoppage and then starting up a season again, and also what uh, the experience gave them last year. Give me your thoughts on the Bucks. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be you know, fine. They, they, of course, they're going to miss out on home court advantage, and that's always you know, a little bit of a bummer to, to lose that after your work off season to gain it. But I look at it as they're so good, I don't know that it matters where they necessarily play the games. I tend to believe you. if you're the best team, you could go play a game on the moon and probably win. And they have proven to be the best team. Now, what's interesting is I think they had a pretty nice advantage going into the playoff, even with home court advantage and all that, just from the fact that guys weren't playing very big minutes. For them, I don't. I think Giannis was the only guy on the roster averaging even 30 minutes a game, and he was just above that. Where some of the other teams were having to push a little harder um, to get to their spot in the standings and the like. So now that's kind of a race. So be curious to see how that comes together. But I still think they're the odds-on favorite in the Eastern Conference and should be by a pretty far margin. What do you make of the uh, the article that says LeBron was organizing workouts on a court out in California against the uh, NBA zone protocols? Yeah, if, if true, it doesn't surprise me. I know a lot of these guys were playing in uh, unsanctioned pickup games. Some guys were showing up and playing in open runs. Um, I think in a lot of ways they would rather 
even though they, you know, ask people not to do these things, I think they'd rather have it in a private setting, in a private residence that's controlled. A couple of these open runs were, were packed gyms, you know, with, you know, at least a few hundred people in them and the like. And some of the overseas players had gone back home and they were uh, seen in the environments where it's very full and crowded and the like. So hopefully, you know, nothing will come of it. But I, I don't make too much of it because I think these are just kind of the things that we saw, you know, a lot of people starting to take part in around the league. Uh, I look at what uh, some of the coaches that are in this uh, in this postseason have now. I know there's been some questions about the age of coaches. Do you expect the the older coaches that had talked about, you know, hey, this COVID thing, you know, we're over the age of 60, there could be some conditions here. Will this be a problem? I don't think so. I think they're all going to be there and coach. That seemed to be more of the message that I took away when the NBA was talking about, oh, maybe we you know, don't have them come or they, they can't be courtside or – things like that, a handful of the guys spoke out and said, well, wait a minute, this is up to me to make this decision. I coach my team. If everybody is tested and presumably safe, then it should be safe for me as well. So I, I don't think there's going to be any issue from that side. I think all those guys will plan to be there and you know, be, be right there on the sidelines for as long as this, this uh, tournament uh, portion of the season takes. Talking with Keith Smith of the NBA, the NBA insider for uh, Yahoo Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at KeithSmithNBA. For some of the guys that have tested positive, for other guys that have had concerns and decided to bow out, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say it's going to be drastically different, but, you know, if if guys test positive, say a guy like Giannis or LeBron or somebody goes down, do we then look at this season with an asterisk? Yeah, I, I think if you lose a superstar player or you lose, you know, four or five guys from the same team. I think that's the only way that you start to say, all right, you know, is this, you know, the same kind of championship that it was. But then on the flip side, you know, people use the example last year, the Warriors lost both Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson in the middle of the NBA finals and nobody comes back and says, well, you know, that was an asterisk for the Raptors. And, you know, I think, but it is different. I think, you know, again, you lose a bunch of guys or you lose a couple key players. I think people feel a little bit different. Overall, I think if you like the team that won or the players on that team that win, you're going to see it as a perfectly valid championship. If you dislike that team or you dislike the players, you're probably going to be screaming asterisk from the rooftop as long as anyone will listen. Hey, i got to ask you, can you tell me why why players need to take DJs? If it's just the players hanging out and, and one of the per, one of the essential personnel would be a DJ, <laughs> do players need music that bad? Yeah, I don't. I don't think that one's going to be anything you see. I think it's more uh, likely, you know, a trainer or a, um, you know, someone who comes in as, uh, you know, some kind of a personal massage therapist or something like that is what might come with the players. I know there's talks of bringing in DJs um, to provide entertainment and things like that as as this goes along. There's also been talks of comedians and and the like, you know, seeing if you can get some of that going in there to keep the players entertained uh, on their off time since they're going to be confined to the Disney campus. But, but you know, in the end, I, I don't think anybody's bringing their own personal DJ with them. So the uh, the, the teams that are still playing at this point, um, is there a dark horse? And one of the things we talk about are the favorites and teams that maybe respond to because of COVID and come back with a vengeance. But is there a dark horse that you would say, ah, maybe this, I could put my finger on this and say, yeah, I think this team could win it. 
Yeah, I, I think the Boston Celtics could do well in this environment. They rely on a lot of younger guys, and there's a lot of people who think those are the guys who are going to be quicker to jump back in and get back up to speed and, and going. They were a team that hasn't been healthy all season long. They've consistently been without one to two of their main rotation players all year, and that's something that they didn't make the move at the trade deadline, and Danny Ainge said our move is going to be getting healthy. Our goal from here on out is to try and win games, but to go into the playoffs as healthy as we can. So I think they're a team to keep an eye on. I don't know if they're you know, far enough down. If you go a little farther down in the standings, Philadelphia, I'm very curious to see what they do. They're a team that has said from you know almost the tip-off of the season is we were built for the playoffs. It's, it's about the playoffs for us. And, and now one of the things that's removed here, is, which you know, maybe it helps, maybe it hurts, we don't know, is they were drastic um, home road splits. They were one of the best teams. They actually had the best record in, at home in the league this year. And on the road, they were completely miserable. And I don't know if that they play to the crowd at home and that lifts them, or is it really just that bad away from home? So we're going to find out here in about a month or so what that starts to look like. But if they can solve that, I think they're a team that could be dangerous in the playoffs. Uh, you, well, we mentioned Toronto. Uh, look, when they come back, uh, that Toronto team, Nick Nurse figured out a way to defend Giannis, maybe better than anybody. And I don't think they can do that again because I think the Bucks have too many weapons now that can shoot the ball from the outside and can take the pressure off of Giannis. But is that the team that could defend and slow down Giannis and or beat the Bucks? Uh, yeah, in the Eastern Conference, I think that they've got some different looks that they can throw at him. Nick Nurse is, is better than any coach in the entire NBA of changing his game plan from game to game. Most guys, you know, they tend to kind of stick with what they do and, and maybe in a playoff series you'll see them change, you know, a game or two in uh, or game two, two or three games in, you know, and change it up. Where Nick Nurse, he's not afraid to change game to game, sometimes half to half. And I think that Raptors team has clearly has a lot of pride those guys, you know, very much believe, hey, we lost Kawhi Leonard, we lost Danny Green, but we're still the champs. And they played that way all season. They've got a level of swagger that comes with them when they hit the floor. So I think that they're going to be very tough out when we get into the postseason. Uh, real quick before I let you go, uh, I know that, uh, you know, it's going to be a battle down the stretch and such, and it's going to be rather interesting. What is the off season then going to entail? Because once the champion is crowned, you're going to have a very short turnaround time. Uh, is this going to impede players from seeking larger money and getting it because of the uncertainty with the salary cap and such? Are you going to see a lot more guys stand, uh, stand pat and stay put? Uh, especially if the salary cap goes down a little bit because teams have lost money, or do you think this is a bigger free agent year? Yeah, lot's going to depend on what happens, where the cap ultimately lands at. If, if they keep it relatively stable to this year's number, I think that's probably a pretty big win for everybody involved. One thing is this is a very weak free agent class, especially compared to last offseason and especially compared to the 2021 class, which is, you know, shaping up to be even better than last year's was, which was, you know, a historically good class. So, so I think that's, those are the things that are going to be balanced. I think you're going to see guys do more of the one-year deal, maybe a one-plus-one deal in the like. And I've been talking to folks around the league. They think because there's only a handful of teams with cap space, there's so few impact free agents that they think you might see the trade market actually be more active than usual. And then because it's a relatively flat draft talent-wise, as early as the NBA draft, you might see teams really kind of hone in on one player and say, that's the guy I want to get to. He's within our range. And you might see some trades there to move up a pick or two to try and make sure you lock in the guy you want. You want. So I, I think it's going to be a much toned down off season compared to last year, but I think you might see the trade market pick up just a little bit. 
Great stuff, man. I appreciate it, Keith, and we will talk to you soon, okay? Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Y'all stay safe. You and yours. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. There you go. Keith Smith, NBA insider for Yahoo Sports, uh, at Keith Smith NBA, at Keith Smith NBA. And that's where you can follow him and read his stuff there. Really good stuff. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.